Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. It is the Friday after Thanksgiving, as far as you're concerned. This podcast, full disclosure, recorded before Thanksgiving. Uh, I'm recording on Friday. Oh, is it Friday? Oh, that's I just, right. I'm full, guy. I'm full. I'd forgotten. The Raiders, I mean, to beat the Cowboys by three scores, did not see that coming. Yeah, I mean, the, you, you just knew eventually when you try as hard as Dan Campbell, you were bound to get a win. And, you know, who could have ever thought that the Bills would slide this far down, guy? I, I You know, I thought they were a shoe-in to be at minimum in the AFC Championship game. Now they're fighting for their playoff lives. I think I think they might. Are we sure that Brian Dable's getting a job? I mean, he you might know, get a job after he gets fired. I saw I saw Josh Allen talk with Carissa, and he talked about his playlist, and he used soothing songs. He mm. Sinatra, Elvis, mm. he, and it actually made a lot of sense. He liked to be just in a state of calm before the mm-hmm. game. Well, it's not it's mm-hmm. not working. So. No, it's not working. Seven picks on Thanksgiving. Who would have thought? Yeah, NFL record. I mean, Jared Goff eating the turkey leg. That was pretty. You Didn't know. see that coming. Yeah. No. Out, you know, off of uh, Dan Campbell's ass as he bent over <laughs> to make fun of the league. Was he Lizzo? <laughs> uh, all right. Hey, by the way, as you listen or watch this right now, however you're consuming this, if you're listening, it's in the description. If you're watching, it's in the description. Or you can just use your, your little thumbs there and go to nokidhungry.org slash ham and donate to our uh, campaign, fundraising campaign, in our quest to raise $25,000 in the next, what, four and a half weeks, basically, is what we have to do this. So the, the heat is on. There is urgency here, John, and we need your help. Yes, we do. Uh, NoKidHungry.org slash ham. We're in for 10K. We raise another 7K with our partners. Uh, we'll get an update next week where we're at. Obviously, this is a busy week, Thanksgiving, but you know we're going to hammer this home leading into the holidays, uh, Hanukkah. Kwanzaa December? starts on sun- Hanukkah starts on Sunday. Sneaky oh. early Hanukkah start. Whoa! Didn't see that one coming. And no. then Christmas, not for you know another month. But uh, means, means we'll my just... mom's gonna go shopping for those socks early. So you're telling me that Hanukkah has in its back pocket the ability to start in November? I thought it was like grandfathered in the month of December. No, we flexed. We flexed to the Sunday. It's a rotator. Well, there's a different calendar it's working off of. You know. Yeah, that's true. You guys different calendar over in Israel. Different calendar. I think we're in. Uh, we're almost to the six thousands. Oh yeah, I mean, started fast, right? Started early. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So uh, we're playing catch up over here, guy. So yeah, I mean, happy Annika. Uh, uh, no slash ham. Go donate. Yeah. Uh, one in six kids at risk of uh, going hungry in America, and in the state of California, that's where all these funds will go. In the state of California, No Kid Hungry has um, granted. Over $12.5 million basically since March 2020, so last year and a half or so, which is a huge amount of money. But they got to keep it going because a lot of people need it. Um, they've got all kinds of great tools for families and communities and kids uh, and teens that need to find food, food finders on the website to tell them where the nearest meals are. But they need money to um, to get these meals. $1 is about 10 meals. It means 50 bucks is about 500 meals. So do that math, what $25,000 could be. So we're, uh, we're give getting back. close to give back. So we're up over 17,000, as John said, but let's keep this thing rolling. We appreciate it. In the Thanksgiving spirit, the holiday spirit, we would love your help. Yes, we All would. right. Uh, we're sponsored by Tito's Handmade Vodka. Speaking of, I mean, there you go. That bottle looked like it only had enough vodka for one night, but it lasted eight nights, John. Eight nights. Eight crazy nights, For the holiday nights, bottle maybe. of Tito's. <laughs> Our friends at Tito's sponsor the YouTube page, the podcast, and obviously just uh, hold a special place in our heart. I'm sure we had many Tito's on uh, Thursday and probably again on Friday and then potentially over the weekend. So send us our yeah. pic- send us your pictures, Twitter, uh, Instagram. You guys know the drill. Tito's number one vodka in America. Uh, end of the show today. Again, we will do shave it or save it. So, by the way, keep send us photos of your receding, balding uh, hairlines. 
and uh, we will give you our expert opinion. You're not obligated to do what we tell you to do. We're just here. Consider us your friends here to help you and put your picture on the Internet. Yeah. So uh, and ridicule you with love, but not really ridicule you just here to help. Uh, so also we'll, we'll get to that coming up. We did the first one, uh, back on Tuesday and it was a hit. So, uh, we'll keep it rolling on today's show. All right. What do you think I should do? I say, I say grow it. There's an episode of Seinfeld where Elaine is dating a bald guy and then he decides, you know what? I'm going to grow my hair out. He's bald by choice, not by nature, but he's been shaving his head so long that when he tries to grow it back, it doesn't grow back. Costanza gives him a famous speech like, uh, you've got six months max. <laughs> did, ne- did Netflix just gain the rights to Seinfeld? Because I watched an episode last I night. I think it was, yeah. And it actually looks a lot better than it than like watching on TBS or something. Yeah, definitely looked a little crisper on my TV for sure. All right, John. So it's time now. We have hit 10 locks 10. in a row. The ham lock of the week started at 300 bucks total, $150 each. We're up near $5,000. I'm not going to lie. I don't want to get ahead of ourselves. I don't know if you've had this thought. I have had the thought how much money will be in there by the time we get to the Super Bowl and what are we going to do? <laughs> but we got I want to keep it rolling. There's a long way to go. But, you know, do we get to a point where we do something irresponsible? Take a ham vacation? Yeah. So, uh, what are we going to do this week? Ham lock of the week trying to make it 11 in a row. Uh, we're actually we we talked about this. We're going to start what if, we bought like a, what if we bought like a van, you know, like they did in Dumb and Dumber, the doggy van, and they yeah. throw that around? We just did something like that. We just got like a used van. We painted it. Hey, we're Middlecoff podcast, and we just paid someone to drive it around. What I would love. Ga- gas, costs, out- gas costs are high, though. That would be it. Gas- well, it. you can park it somewhere. Park it. Put, cut out one side, make it glass, and just have it rolling down the highway while we do the show. Not in crazy. In the van. Not crazy. Yeah. Would there be rules about we got to have seatbelts on when we're doing it? You know? Uh, I don't think any, I think that, that in terms of rules getting enforced in 2021, that one might be 9 million and 90 million. <laughs> True. Well, they got some rules they need to enforce. <laughs> some other things they're working on. <laughs> you see our, our Nordstrom's down the street from me would <laughs> went oh under attack. God. Calculated oh. attack by these guys. One car didn't make it out. One car. They caught the one. They, they I think, caught the yeah, one. 25 cars blocked it off. And one guy didn't make it. All right. Well, that's that's the price of uh, a little scary. I mean, you know, there's a lot of friends. I I walk right there. Could be keep your head on a swivel right now. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> All right. So we decide we're gonna we're gonna go lock in the col. We're gonna do a, a Saturday college lock and a Sunday parlay. Uh, Sundays are for the parlays. So we're going BYU minus seven against USC. On Saturday night, John, what's that gonna? What, what does that potentially do for us? Uh, I think it was minus one hundred five, so five hundred pays five seventy five. Um, we're just basically shorting the Trojans, who have been pretty terrible, right? Yeah. Who are just in shambles. Who Chip Kelly, I mean, felt like could have scored one hundred fifty points against. Like that was. It's hard to have a low moment. Like it's like this is a new low. Well, when you have an interim coach, there it's it's all low. So there's not like a new low. It, I, if Clay Helton had like survived and been coaching all season, I'd be like, yeah, that's the low. But it's hard for me to say the low when the interim coach. But that was pretty embarrassing. <laughs> what was the final score? Sixty six to like thirty two. Most score uh, sixty six or sixty two. Most points ever scored by UCLA in the rivalry against USC. Um, Technically, I, I mean, I guess it was a USC home game. But yeah, thirteen thousand. Those, on those games, I, I've been to it before. It's, I went to it actually when it was Mora versus Lane, mm. and I didn't have sideline passes, but I snuck on the sideline. It was pretty sweet. Yeah, at, at the Rose Bowl. Yeah, it's a great. I mean, it looks. It's just a beautiful game. Uh, at the Rose Bowl, I would recommend going if they're both good. Which we might be a little while away from that, but it, Pete, it's a cool Pete event. Carroll's going to get them there. Dorian Thompson Robinson threw two interceptions on his first two throws for UCLA and then accounted for six touchdowns after that. So probably the highlight of his career, right? Batter beating LSU. Yeah. I mean, SC actually got back in that game. They got it. They had a chance to make it a one score at two point. They missed. It was nine. Then they gave up a kickoff return for a touchdown. Uh, As you know, John, I'm big on special teams. Um, not so much. You're big. You are. If if we were coaching football, we'd be co-special teams coaches. You'd be in charge of the trick plays. I'd be in charge of blocking up the returns. Yeah. You don't want to give an opening. You get opening, they get exposed. You know what? 
Is there any podcast that brands itself as the podcast for special teams? Well, special teams fakes. That's uh, special teams fakes. Well, I know, but I start thinking like, I just feel like special teams is the third phase and yet it's underrated. It's under special teams is underserved. And we want to, we should only interview special teams coaches from here on out. I'd say McAfee's built a career of being a special teamer. That's true. Now that I think about it, one of the largest shows in sports media is a special team show. So good point. Unique. I would say personality for sure. I don't know if like Adam Vinatieri or Seabass. You know, not a, you know, or uh, I was gonna say Mel Tucker, Justin Tucker. You know, it's, you have to have a pretty special personality. He acts yeah. more like a DB. Yeah, but I also think he represents something that special teams coaches have is that they're all kind of just nuts. Yeah. He does in a good way, like in a in a way that's fun. So anyway, okay, he, he was pretty good. I mean, he I mean, he was a good punter. That was part yeah. of it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just always love talking to the coaches in my experience around college football. Some coaches really like talking about special teams. And I always actually find those conversations, just hearing coaches who really care about special teams, really interesting. I, it's, I just usually think it's, t- more- it's usually tough guys, right? Like I bet Kyle Whittingham, does he like special teams? Kyle Whittingham, Justin Wilcox love special <laughs> yes. teams. Defensive um, guys like it. Or offensive guys. line coaches. Pat Hill so, loved them. I think there's it is a, for- it is a point where if you're tougher and smarter, you can really take advantage of teams, right? Yeah. And I think it's it's a you, it, it to me it represents somebody who is detail oriented. Although you'd argue Kyle Shanahan's detail oriented and hates talking about special teams or watching Sometimes it I think offensive coordinators Andy's not a big special teams guy. No. That's why he pays t- They just want the ball. Just money. give me the ball. Just don't <laughs> just give me the ball wherever just whatever take a touchback. That's what they want. I think it was did what was that guy's name for Utah? The sweet special teamer that took the took the punt to the house, Covey? That guy's Britton cool. Covey. Yeah, that yeah. guy. I think guy was I sweet. Think he can come back for his eighth year. Seventh Is he like Taysom Hill next year? Uh, Taysom. Inter- what, what do you mean? Is he like Taysom? I just mean like, what position does a guy even play? Receiver, just like slot receiver. Does he play on offense? Yeah. Oh yeah. He's oh, he's okay. been playing for Utah for. Truly, okay. like six Maybe years. Maybe I undersold him. So he, if he goes to the NFL, he would try out for receiver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he just happens to be twenty nine. He's a years returner old. receiver. Yeah, father of an. That that no, punt returner was pretty cool. That, that punt returner was pretty cool. It was one of the coolest because the that camera the started that shaking. Was the, that was the game. That was the game. Right before the half, they do a thing with him because he's so old that they he has a gray beard he puts on in the locker room and they celebrate after the game. What's his first he, name? Britain, Britain Covey, B R I T T. Uh, I'm not sure how he spells it. Yeah, yeah, it's it's like Great Britain. Yeah, so he he'll put on like this gray beard and jump on a locker and dance in the locker room after their post game. Utah's post game locker room after they beat Oregon was pretty awesome. It was pretty awesome. His grandfather, Stephen Covey, yeah. authored the bestseller Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Yeah, his brother Stephen played football at BYU. This, I mean, this guy's got to be a pretty high level human being. He's right? extremely high. Yeah, he's a really impressive guy. Yeah, and he can run, and he can run. He's a good football player. He's tough as shit. I mean, he's taken a ton of hits in his career. All right, Saturday's parlay. What does this look like? Let's see if we can follow along. Well, we went okay. BYU went Sunday parlay NFL. Oh, I'm sorry. Thank you. And uh, you have it up. Yep. So we went. I think the Colts, I don't know if you've checked this out, but I'm going to recommend the Hard Knocks midseason. It's got a little different flavor to it because one thing you realize that can wear you out in Hard Knocks is like the the guys that you've never heard of that are trying to make the team. Guy, do you know what happens midseason? That doesn't exist. The team's the team, right? You just talk. Probably a lot less of like uh, going to somebody's house while they. Well, you know whose house you go to? Like Carson Wentz's. You just go wow. to the star, or Jonathan. You follow Jonathan Taylor, Michael Pittman, or DeForest Buckner, or Darius Leonard, or the head coach. It's just much, much more football. And there were some clips at practice of them just doing some stuff. It, you know, Frank kind of motivating. I, I, it's not great, but it by it's way better than the regular season, or I mean, than the preseason one. Is it HBO Max? Uh, Same format. Would you say it's as good? Like they've put out the Colts have put out like little videos in season stuff like this before around the draft. I guess they've done it probably more so. 
same type you say about as good as that stuff has been? It, it's a, it's probably a little more hard knocky with the player that way. We didn't get as much Ballard in the first. We just got him talking to the running back coach about Jonathan Taylor, who you know, have you seen the numbers that guy's putting up right now? Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty nuts. Uh, I would imagine this episode coming up based off their win in Buffalo. They also don't spend that much time in the games because I was like, are oh, they just going right. to start through all the losses? So they just went right to like their three and five. And then they had a huge game in San Francisco. And it just it just happened fast. I, it's good. It's it's way better than the last couple seasons of the fall. So I recommend that. And that, again, could be living in uh, the Hard Knocks bubble, but I went Colts plus three. Got to be one of the hottest teams in the league. I mean, guy, they started Col- one and against, four. Now they're six and five. Against the Bucks, Who look a little off. But I also think we have to be careful in the NFL it's this, risky. this year. You know, but it's I would say like in the Indy. Bill in Indy. Yeah, games in Indy. I mean, it's just it, it's as simple as it's a good team getting three points at home. A team that we that we think is good. I agree with yep. you. I like Indy. Pittsburgh plus four and a half against the Bengals. This was almost just our straight up lock. If you I actually I think we both agreed the Vikings plus three is good value, but we weren't gonna bet that game. Um because uh uh because we weren't gonna bet that game, but but I think if we're going to take one of the, if you're looking for just a game, probably out of this group, Steelers plus four and a half would be that game against the Bengals, right? Well, it's good. It's good for business if the Niners lose, and I don't want to be actively rooting against them to win, or I want them to win. So bad like, for business if they lose. You're saying? Yeah, it's bad yeah. for business if they lose. And I don't want to be rooting for the Vikings to beat them and then be kind of mad if the Niners also won. So it's like I just want to root for them to win, and then I'll root yeah. for points. Yeah. So we'll go over forty nine, over forty nine Vikings and Niners. So. That's a hundred bucks to pay six hundred is what that is six to one on that parlay. Mm-hmm. So that's what we're doing. Yes, I don't know if we, can we make something. it. Uh, now we have not been counting the parlays in the streak. So what we really need for the streak to get it to eleven in a row is uh, BYU to cover seven against USC. Yep. But I like so this. I like so this if, over forty nine. If BYU wins, guy, we basically win immediately four hundred dollars, and we'll just see what happens. We're just it's all gravy on Sunday. Yeah, literally. It'd be awesome if we could get to the Niner game, right? That means the two morning games both cover, and then we just need points in the Niners. Like I'll that is the that. key of the parlay. It's not that you win it necessarily, but just that it doesn't get killed in like the first game. You know exactly. You just you just get to the last spot, which you know Carson could throw three picks. Uh, possible, yeah. Even though he's been pretty uh, a lot better at. Not turning the ball over. They had a pretty yeah, funny... Yeah, I don't know if he's been better or just he hasn't... The ball hasn't been picked off. But he's been a little better, I guess. Yeah. I, I told mean, you a couple he, weeks ago I watched him, and he did He did some incredibly... He did a left-handed throw and a backhanded throw. He does crazy shit, for sure. So I think he's gotten a little lucky, is what I'm saying. But Yeah, he benefits from... They hand the ball off a lot to a guy that has like 75 touchdowns right now. <laughs> so... I, hey, I wanted to, uh, I thought this would be a good time to update this going into, uh, you know, weekend after Thanksgiving, things a little looser, this a little less of a structured podcast, but we were talking, you said to me before the pod, like, do you think, uh, you, we were joking. You said, do you think P Carroll will finish the season or just take the USC job next week? And, uh, and it, it led me to say, I think Jamal Adams is going to go down as one of the worst trades in NFL history. The NFL draft order as it stands today, just for fun. Now this is, uh, before the, uh, Here's the order before the Lions have won on Thanksgiving, John. Lions won, Jags two. They they even if they won, the Jags have two wins, so they would true. still be the number one They'd overall still be team. There. Well, after since they won, Jags Jags at two, Jets at three, Texans at four, Giants at five, Giants at six, Jets again at seven. So that Jamal Adams. One of the Jamal Adams picks is right now the seventh pick. Um, You're telling me the Jets and Giants both have multiple picks in the top seven? That's pretty how much? Nuts. Yeah, that's insane. So that was the uh, there's your update. Eagles at eight, Falcons that, but that's nine. not the Eagles. That's not the Eagles pick though, is it? That's Miami. No, it's Miami's pick. Uh, but just the Jets and Giants. I this Jamal Adams trade is. You know, when you do a big trade, like we'll see in time if the Trey Lance deal was good or not. When it deals this bad, this fast, it's pretty bad. What trade is better? The the Eagles went from six to twelve because they knew they were going to wanted a receiver, and they knew Jamar Chase wouldn't be there, but they still thought they could get Devontae later. They didn't want they had Devontae over Jalen Waddle, 
Dolphins ended up getting Jalen Waddle at six, but they ended up getting Devontae Smith anyway at 10 because they traded up a third round pick, but they ended up getting the extra first round pick. Or the Jets, obviously Jamal hated them and just was a pretty overrated player. You're right. I The, the trade for a safety they can't cover. Now, where to for me it's not a safety away. But but I will say this, they didn't they the the saving grace of the whole thing is they gave him like thirty five million dollars guaranteed. If he had just played a position where he was an overrated player and they had to give him like eighty or ninety, the money they get they basically gave George Kittle's contract. So that's but you're right, the picks are the picks. But luckily they're not stuck on this contract for like four years. Butcherbox.com slash ham and another special deal. Free for a year, you get salmon chicken breast, or steak tips in every order for a year, plus an additional 20 bucks off right now at butcherbox.com slash ham. Been telling you about it for years. Been eating it for years on a regular basis. Easily find high-quality meat and seafood. You can trust 100% grass-fed beef, free-range organic chicken, pork-raised, crate-free, and wild-caught seafood. Always be prepared with meat in the freezer when you get butcherbox.com slash ham delivered right to your doorstep with free shipping. Butcherbox is offering you free for a year plus an additional 20 bucks off either salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips in every order for free. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash ham and use the code ham to choose your free offer for a year plus get $20 off your first order. What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, Promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Yeah, I think the um, it's a great uh, trade right now. I think the 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 reason I like the Eagles trade is because I know who they got in the trade. Right, they got Devontae. You see the highlight last week? He made a sweet catch. He makes a highlight catch like every week. He's been. Have you seen the the Jalen Hurts uh, stat that's been going around? The Jalen Hurts is uh, somebody DM this to me. Well, like four straight games, fifty yards rushing, Eagle record. I saw they they are just running like if you just watch the Eagles. And you didn't know what college football or NFL football looked like. They do just look like an Oklahoma, like they're just or even Lamar Jackson Ravens. I mean, they were just well. That was the thing. It was a, it was a Lamar Jackson comp. It was like Jalen, however many games he's played versus however many games. At that, he's point not as fast career, as, Lamar. as Lamar, but he is a elite runner. Yeah, he goes a little thicker. Good. Yeah, they just, love him in the building. To me, he's an under control. He's really under control. You know, his main issue is just. Which is not a great main issue to have as a quarterback. He can just be a little inaccurate sometimes. Yeah. And, and he doesn't have a hook. Like, Lamar is a strong arm. Lamar probably throws, in the baseball analogy, like 94, 95. Jalen throws like 90. You know, so it's his arm power. And they got some speed demons. It's not really their, you know. It's, but that's okay. I mean, like, what what is Tannehill throw? 92. 92. 90, yeah, but the problem is Tannehill can't take anything he, off. And he's not as dynamic of a runner as as Hurts. No. Tannehill, so, I, yeah. Tannehill doesn't throw with touch. He just throws it. How about Sirianni? 
You know, everyone thought they were going to win like two games. He's already at five. He could get to eight. That's a pretty good season, right? I mean, does does he does ca- your boy Howie get place. a lifetime extension if Sirianni turns out to be a good coach? A guy who was on nobody else's radar. If Sirianni's just solid for a couple of years and gets an Fuck extension, yeah, he seems pretty likable to me. Everyone crushed him after the press conference. He seems unfazed by the media there because he's pretty outgoing. Now it takes time; like you can get beaten down over time, right? He's Doug very, he's very optimistic. He's very optimistic. He's but more Doug probably, is Doug is too, yeah. But I, I, Sirianni feels a little more high energy, but. Anyway, there's your draft order right now. <laughs> what are the Niners? Uh, in the, I guess they'd be in the third round. What do you mean? Yeah, it's true. They'll be given. They'll be given the thirty-second pick up, John. Listen, having two picks in the top ten, you, you would sign up for that any given year if you were not going to get fired that during the football season, right? Because that typically means you have a shitty team. It listen. You don't need to be Mel Kiper or, you know, fucking Les Snead here. It's pretty clearly a down year for elite prospects. Like, you just you just watch. Like, there are no Adrian Petersons out there. There's no, like, Devin Whites out there. The quarterback uh, classes. Quarterback class is terrible. It doesn't feel like there's, like, you know, there's Joe Thomas, Tyron Smith. Listen, the guy is a talented player, and I was impressed against Utah. He plays the run. But one knock I've heard on Thibodeau is that, you know, unlike Miles Garrett and Chase Young, for example, he is much slimmer down low, small waist. Again, people like him, and he's going to go top one or two, but he's not, I don't think, viewed at. Like, you're just getting compared the last five years. You don't years. view him as a generational pass rusher. I, right. Well, I, I do no, think- no, 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 no. That's not, they just don't view the body size as the same. You know, it's just a little different body type. It just gives you some concern. He's a oh, little I smaller see. down gotcha. low. They, they I, think he's a good pass rusher. Yeah, I think he's going to be a productive player. I think he's got a really high floor. And when you dra- yeah, I think when you draft a guy number one overall, can you get Miles Garrett? And you know, that, he's probably the highest end of greatness, right? Yeah. What if you get a more consistent Jadavian Clowney? Yeah, I mean, I think you could live with that. Who's tough and likes football? I think one of the mm-hmm. knocks on on Clowney is that he didn't like football that much. Does this kid like football? Yeah, I mean, I think he's just a high level. I mean, he's he doesn't have to be playing. He got hurt. Remembers he has played hurt many times this year. Just not a hundred percent. And he plays his ass off. I think the stat against Cal, 22 snaps. This is back when he wasn't 100%. Uh, 22 snaps, 11 pressures, I think was the stat, the stat in that game. Pretty good. 50% pressure rate. I'll say this, though. This is the year if if Russell Wilson's going to blow it up, you better bet your ass, Roseman, with all these picks. And I would imagine whoever the Giants GM are going to be shooting the I, I think at, that's, at Seattle. I think that's really interesting. Yeah. I would not be shocked to see Russell Wilson on the Eagles or the Giants. Now, I, I have a hard time seeing him sign up to play for Joe Judge. I could see much more Sirianni. The Eagles would have more ammo to give. And you could sell them like, hey, guys, you're an hour away from New York. We'll buy you. Lurie will buy you a penthouse for $10 million. Yeah. Um, no, Eagles Russell, are going to want him. I think the Eagles will want him. trust the I, Giants if you're him? No, but the key is I can't. You know, He's been really good at picking his offensive coordinators. Has a great quarterback cycled through offensive coordinators like Russell Wilson? Seattle nope. hates its offensive coordinators all the time. It's it's crazy. I feel like Rogers always Rogers always begs for his guy not to get fired. Like that's my quarterback coach. And then they fire him anyway. That's I mean seriously. Like think about the great quarterbacks. Like we talked about this with head coaches, but obviously if you if you're having success as a coordinator, you get a head coaching job. But all Russell's guys get like run off. Has has and there it, been a single Russell OC Bevel, that's gotten promoted? Bevel, Schottenheimer, and this guy who they just signed from the Rams is in shambles. Since when does being the offensive coordinator for an all-time great quarterback not make you a head coach? I mean, it's basically the fastest path to getting quadrupling your income, right? Just blamed for everything. If it's Russ, though, it's the opposite. I know, because always like, oh, they're not letting him cook. Oh, Pete. Oh, the offensive coordinator is a village idiot. Well, it's like everyone... Brett Favre got 17 coaches head jobs. Mahomes got four, and he's been in the league for three years. The Niners guys were all getting jobs, right? Montana <laughs> I mean, Young. Russell, you go there, you get Montana fired. and Young were getting, like, quality control guys' jobs. <laughs> yeah, he produced 17 GMs. You go to Russell, it's like your career ends. It's like, yeah, he's toxic, can't even hire him in college. It's like, I, I mean, seriously, has there ever been a – in the passing era, 
It's this one is a good quarterback, a kiss of death. Yes, yeah, I'd be scared. Sirianni, I'd think twice about that one. Hey, Cowie, can we call Rodgers? Yeah. It's pretty nuts. He is. Um, yeah, I don't think he's the shoe in to feel oh, the compensation's a compensation. Like if I'm John Schneider and I have no choice and I have to trade him, I'd be like, okay, Howie, I want all three of your ones this year. I want a one the following year and a throw and a two. That's like the minimum. It's like I'm trading you a 33, even though it's like, well, he's like you said, he's got some warts and some flaws. Now he had a year where he got hurt. But it's but like it's the just, used car market, John. What, what are my options right now? What People would you are get buying back mi- used cars for? If the Eagles sticker. acquired Russell Wilson, what would the minimum first rounders you would say Seattle would return? Minimum would be two if it included several other things, but I think it's at least three. To me, you couldn't trade him for two ones, right? Plus, it's how, how I mean, if you're the Seahawks, you're like, how do we give us three ones? At least. No, you couldn't trade him for two ones. I agree. Would three ones and two twos still feel like, is this enough? Who's playing quarterback? Do we get Jalen back to right. hold us over for a couple years? Eagles would do that. <laughs> yeah. Take do they it. just. You know, maybe it's a three. Maybe they add somebody else's quarterback. Without hesitation, if he goes, Jimmy okay, Garoppolo. Give, us, give us all three of your ones. That's the deal. Would the Eagles do that without even asking anyone? I don't think they would hesitate. Yeah, I don't think so either. Be risky, uh, like you said. I'd, I'd say he's not the most. You're right. I mean, Matt Ryan got guys hired. Flacco. I mean, Eli. <laughs> Russell's. Russell's offensive coordinators not only lose their jobs, they are despised by the fan base, by the media. Like, no one respects them. Well, the it, 12s hate – they hate offensive coordinators. It's everybody's fault. It's always yeah. the offensive coordinator's fault. They hate them. They it's crazy. Them, yeah. it's you get nuts. buried. Now, you can the, say, like, Bevel, Schottenheimer, but this guy comes from the McVay tree where they all just have success, and this guy just sucks. Speaking of which, Rams-Packers is on Sunday. Pretty good game. Really good game. 8-3, yeah. and 7-3, and three. LaFleur, McVay. Stafford's played there probably, what do you think, minimum eight times, right? You, you know, that is a really interesting, like, if it's cold, He's used just to the it. Rams, what do they look like? They lost uh, their last year in the playoffs, right? Yeah. Yeah, they played them in the second round. Uh with, no, they but, would have beat them. They beat them. I thought they beat Seattle. Who'd the Packers? The Packers beat the Rams, is what I'm saying. Right In Green Bay. In Green Bay, because then the Packers played Damba. Yeah. But the Rams beat Seattle, then they played. But his team was, you know, hurt golf. Afternoon slate's pretty good this Sunday, because it's Titans-Patriots, um, Chargers-Broncos, which, you know, would not like. be shocked that that's a close game. We thought about not betting on that game. Some good games. Just some good games. Steelers, Bengals, a good game. Bills, Saints. Uh, sorry, that's Thursday. Bucks, Colts. It's a good, actually, on paper, pretty good Sunday. Browns, Ravens, Sunday night football. Football it, team. Uh, well, Seahawks, you're, you're saying night. Bucks, Colts is uh, Sunday afternoon? One o'clock. Oh, no, I'm sorry. My bad. Looking at this, looking at this all wrong. There are two afternoon. I've got this whole thing in Eastern time. There's three afternoon games Chargers, Broncos, Rams, Packers, Niners, Vikings, everything else in the morning. You know what sucks? Is like, I would like to watch Rams. I wish Rams Packers. What's the Sunday night game? I honestly would rather Rams Packers be Sunday night than Ravens Browns. Completely agree. I wish we could put Ravens Browns in the morning. I wish Rams Packers would at night so I could watch that thing and Minnesota Niners. I don't like those two games. Fox, I, I, I tweeted this out yesterday. The the ratings. We've talked about this before. I would imagine, it, and there have been like you know. People have bought things that, you know, companies merge and shit works out. I mean, Instagram was bought for a, a billion dollars. I'm sure it's now worth $50 billion. But whatever Fox paid for the rights to the NFC back in 93 when they hired John Madden, that has to just be, from just a pure business move, any industry, one of the great moves in the history of business. Because they, they didn't just get the NFC. They got they the Cowboys. Got Brett Favre, the Cowboys, multiple Niners runs, the NFC East. Uh, I mean, the Packers then transitioned to Rodgers. <laughs> I mean, it's just been and, – and they've had this decade run with Russell Wilson. The Rams now have had multiple iterations, you know, some of the greatest show on turf, and now again with McVay. Even the NFC – like, the Bears, for the most part, haven't lived up to the hype, and it hasn't even mattered. Yeah. I know. 
you just kind of take the South. You're like, hey, we don't even care about those four teams, right? It's not. It's the opposite in college football. Everyone would die for the SEC and the NFL. You're like, we're really buying this for the Packers, the NFC West, and definitely the NFC East. We'll just take the South. But they've had their moments. Cam came. The, the Saints. The Saints have, I would say, have been yeah probably they, valuable. They carried the weight for a while. They played in a lot of big, it feels like Aikman and Buck games. Feels uh, like all right, the, we, the NFC better than the AFC from a... I, yeah, to me, like I was thinking that the NFC feels more like Sunday Night Football, just better NFC matchups, primetime games. But, I mean, the AFC's got some knockdown dragouts, don't get me wrong, that I enjoy. Uh, okay, so we started something the other day called Shave It or Save It. And it's uh, very simple. It's very simple. You send us photos of your hair, and we help you decide whether you should you know, do the unimaginable and cross over into the world of the bald or keep fighting the good fight. Something that John's been through. Um, I've seen it from the other side. We feel like we've got a lot of uh, kind of experience here on both sides of things. And, um, you know, I feel like I can judge. Uh, uh, John and I can both judge hair. John and I can both judge bald. The hard thing I would imagine is, you know, you've got a good bald head. You don't really know what you got. You know, you don't really know what's under the floor until you rip it up. So True. that's a challenge, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, we've got some more submissions. So it's very easy. You just DM us uh, on Instagram or Twitter. Send us some some photos of you. The first one we did was really good. Actually, portrait mode works really well. Uh, and, you know, if you can, send like, I'd say like four at least pictures is perfect. We don't have four for the few we're going to look at today, John, but. Um, but I think we've got, we've got a good number. So let's check them out. All right. Shave it or save it. Here we go. First up, we got Tyler who said, save it or shave it, uh, shave it or save it. My mind is set on continuing to fight the good fight, but I want to field the opinions of experts. So here's a great picture. Christmas sweater, <laughs> Christmas sweater and a adorable bulldog. bulldog. Great looking you know, dog. You I know mean, that really bulldogs dog. don't live as long as normal dogs? Like they only yeah. live like a little less, like seven, eight years. Do you know they're very stubborn animals? Uh, I I mean, it kind of makes sense with their name, right? You just think a bulldog, right? They just keep running power. All right, John. So here we go. Tyler. What do we, Tyler? We only got one shot of Tyler here from the a, a frontal. This is a um, anterior photo here. We don't have anything from the sides. We do not have a posterior photo first first thoughts i i just think it's one thing we learned yesterday in our first shave it or save it i don't think i can give you either way with it this is just it doesn't really tell me anything because i thought the guy who sent us the first ever picture i thought he had incredible hair and then you get the back shot i have to see the emptiness or potentially no emptiness if this the only issue you have is a receding hairline which you can see it goes back a little bit i don't think it's that big a deal as someone who never dealt with a receding hairline, my hair just fell out. I, the receding hairline, like, just keep rocking it until it completely goes. I would never shave my headline, my hair, if I just had a receding hair. Yeah, I guess part of the question here is, does he have, he've got, he has on the right, his right temple, um, that's starboard. Here's starboard. He's got, he's got the, the recede. On the left side, Okay, port side. It's hard to tell because his hair flows to that side. So it's hard to tell. I would assume he's got an even kind of temple recession going on there. I I see what you're saying. You know what's kind of like, you know, somewhat like a Minute Maid Park. It's got that little extra action in the in the center field. He just got a little extra action. But you're right. Deeper in that in that alley. Not all alleys are equal. No, (laughs) could be a deeper left center. Uh, the, if, the thing if, he if that's has his only issue, it's a no brainer. Just keep rocking. Well, here's the thing I think he's got working for him. Now, thin hair on one hand can work against you on, uh, in his case, it actually, what it, I think the fibers themselves are thin, but he's got a lot of, um, a lot of roots. So where he has hair, you can't really see through. And the way thin hair actually works for you is it lays really nicely. It can lay yeah. really nicely. Yep. It gives you good flow. So, um, you know, he, he, uh, I, I think, I think he would bald would work for him. Like one day it's going to happen. It looks like he's got a good head shape. Don't you think good temples? Well, just based on his face, he looks like he's six, one and a half, you know, a buck 85, like in good shape. It wouldn't shock me if he doesn't have much body fat, you know, a guy that probably passes on dessert often 
just looks like he's in good shape. And when you're in yeah. good shape, he's got skinny teeth to, to go with skinny, skinny, just skinny all around. Yeah, it's just skinny. it's it's easier to rock the uh, you know just looks when you're skinny. You know, good, eye, good beautiful eyes too. Really nice <laughs> yeah. eyes. Good, good facial structure. <laughs> I think I think bald would work for you, uh, Tyler. Um, but I don't think it's time yet. No, I don't, I don't think either. it's time yet. I think this Save. works. It's a good look. Save it. Save it. Yeah. Good, good color to his hair. So I think he's in good shape. All right, John. Next up, we have B. We got two shots of B. We've got the uh, the uh, anterior, and we've got the uh, whatever the top is called. It also looks like B works um, at a place where there's. I don't know if he's at a. Does he work at a bar, maybe, or something? Pro, we got a suburban in the back. <laughs> we, got, we got a lot of tanks. We're refilling some tanks. Could be mafia, you know. Um, again, we're missing the posterior here, but, um, where do you want to start? You want to start at the top or the front? Yeah. I mean, I, I think the top shows enough that I don't know if he's really, he has a bald spot in the pack. I, I think his issue to me looks more like receding hairline and my, my philosophy is not going to, it's going to be consistent guy. It's a core belief I have as an institution when it comes to, as a program, when it comes to hair recede means keep. I, I do not shave for reseeding. I only shave huge bald spot in the back or follicle falling out. A reseed, yeah. especially even like that, looks good. It's fine. I think the question is, do we do anything here on top in terms of this length that he's got going? Is this helping or hurting the power alleys? I'd say it's about 375 into the power alleys here. But it's even, right? He's This park has even dimensions. 305 down the corners, a short center field. Uh, which is good. You want a short center field in this case. So he likes to put some know. gel in his hair. Yeah, I mean, I just rock. Yeah, it. he's got I, a good I, curl. I, yeah, I, I think he's got some way. style. B, I, I, we, we say ride with it. Right. Yeah. Same. I think he would clearly. He could grow a beard very easily. I know this look. I have this, which is it's very thick. He's got a thick beard, especially around the goatee. So if you ever, if you ever do shave it, B, I think you could go with the beard look if you wanted, or just the goatee. I think would work. Uh, what but about you going back to like chin. the 80s and like a mustache? Wouldn't want to cover that up. Yeah, he could, he could get a really good Tom Selleck mustache going. I could tell. Yeah, I, I think the look might be mustache. Looks like, you know, you're in your early mid-30s, maybe late 30s. Yeah. Mustache. Uh, no, mustache would be a good look. All right. Agreed. Yeah, B, we got we got two save-its. Although I have a feeling when we post this on social, every, nine out of ten people reply with shave-it. So, so people to the mean. people... So the people who are who are you know digging deep and putting themselves out there, we thank you. Uh, okay, next up, do we, do you got a name on uh, this DM by chance? Uh, I think it's Ryan. Did Ryan. I send? Did I put it in the email? Let me double check here. Sent. Uh, Ryan. Yep, Ryan. All right, Ryan. What's up, Ryan? Good to have you. We appreciate the photos. Um. So here we go. We're looking at Ryan. Ryan also has thinner hair, right? Yep. Just it, just the, the the hair itself. We're here. We're looking at the top, John. I would call this the uh, the all twenty two view. That's all yep. twenty two follicles that he's got. Um, we've got a back. Actually, you know, it's 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 thinning, but there's no fully bald spot in the back. I would say this is similar to what you had going. At one point, I'd say time. I'd say it's very very similar to my look. I I didn't recede probably as much as him. But one attribute that he already is rocking that I think he has going for him and he should continue is just keep your hair short. You know, just this is not when you have this type thin going up up top and a bald spot that's slowly going to, you know, it's like, a you know, in wartime, they're just going to try to keep taking over. They're going to kind of keep moving forward. They're headed for you. Hold the ridge. Hold the ridge. And they have, you know, they have the higher ground. So there's not much you can do. Trust me, a lot of humans have been in your spot. If you keep it short, you can keep your hair for a while. Are you considering this short? Uh, I would say he's that's on the longer end of short. You can go yeah. shorter, but I think you have enough hair to rock for a while. Would you, are you consider that short? Um, longer end I of short? Cons- yeah, I would consider it short-ish. Uh, when I think of short, I think of, you know, like the length of hair you could use a clippers on not a hand like buzz almost like a four um, or five yeah i don't which i think will be an option for for uh did you say ryan ryan yep for ryan at some point here um and i do think ryan probably has a pretty good it looks like he's got a good skull 
Again, we had this in the first one, strong eyebrows. Um, and uh, so that'll help him. I think he's got a good skull. I mean, we're heading there. Like, this is – we know where this can is I, going. Can, can I, Let me read you what Ryan sent with the pictures. Okay. I'm 6'3", so not a lot of people are looking down at my hairline. However, after I get out of the pool, shower, you can see the recession and a lot more. My hair is thin, flat as hell. Here's a yeah. kicker, and I would have, I would have guessed he would have been. Just let me show me the front picture. I feel I would have guessed he was like twenty-eight to thirty. He's twenty-three, so he's he's a little younger. Now I can relate to that too. I've been there at a young age. It's a lot. So I'm only twenty-three, and it feels like it gets worse by the day. My mom is a hairstylist, but she can't save these luscious locks. <laughs> so, which is hard I, for a mom. I I, I think th- his age brings up it's coming, and they they have the higher ground. And if you've ever seen Lone Survivor, once they get surrounded, there's not much you can do. You are at a huge disadvantage. You know, it, it took a miracle for Marcus Luttrell to survive. I think hair is very similar. There, there's modern medicine can't save this. When you're that young, I was the same age, and it's coming on like a fucking avalanche. So to me, the key is you just got to keep it short, guy. You just keep it really short until you eventually have to potentially shave off. This is a shave for me, John, um, because of the age. I think, you know, at 23 years old, um, he's coming into some prime living years. Yeah. And I think you're going to want... Got a good beard, too. Yeah, he's, he's, he's uh, what's good about his beard is it doesn't grow all the way down to his chest hair like mine. It stops, which is key to a good beard. But I don't think he's if he's 23 now, I don't think he's going to want at 25, 26, 27 to be going through this then. I say do it now. Great call, great call. And beca- and then what you'll be able to how long does it take you to get confident with it? I would say do it now and then by the time maybe in the next year or so you're hitting your stride with your confidence and you're feeling good about it by 24, 25. That's a, that's a fantastic call guy. Because when I started shaving my head, I didn't bick it. I didn't bick it probably till three or four years in that's. And that now I can't even think about, I don't even know if there's another option. You're right. It's, there's no stopping this as we said. So why not get ahead of it? You get really confident. Do you know what? At your age group with your friends, you're going to look immediately different than everyone else. For I used to be that. Now more and more people are bald, right? right. But when I was in my 20s, there weren't many people that had a Jay Glazer fresh shave on the yeah. head, Michael Jordan look. Once you do I, it, chicks do dig. Just you wear what you got. I think the key with anything is to own it, right? When you say shave it, you mean like buzz it like a one or something, right? Or do you just mean bick it? Well, I meant Bickett, but I'm saying just go for it is what I'm saying. If that means shave it to a one, maybe that's fine too. I'll leave you to, to be well, the Well, do you know why I shaved to a one for a long time is because you have enough hair on the top. It just looks like you're, you know, you're going bald, but you still have hair. Now, if I did that, it's just it's such a cul-de-sac. He wouldn't have a true cul-de-sac yet because he has so many follicles up top. Oh, okay. Well, do a one first and see how you feel about it. But I'm just saying... You know, it's like this is the Trey Lance. This is the let's just let's get on the field right away. And by by the time it's winning time, Josh Allen, you've been in the league for three years already, and you're ready to make some plays. Yeah, problem is there's no Jimmy Garoppolo in this analogy to hold you over. So yeah, you're right. You just no, it's you just, just it's go. just him. But I say I say, given the age, if he was 37, I'd say let's hold on. At 23, let's take this thing head on. Let's own it, and um, you know, let's attack our mid 20s with confidence. Fuck yeah. That's you you nailed that one guy. That's a that's a great that's a good opinion right there. All right. Plus I felt like we I don't want to do like four save it's off the top of the segment, you know. Well, to me age I, if you're going to come into our segment, we're the developing age does some matter. theories here. Yeah, yeah tell us your I, age. The, the age matters cuz you're right. Like if you're 40, you're like, "Oh, right, hold on." But if you're if you're in your mid to early 20s, like it's inevitable, guys. Yeah. Right? Yeah. All right. That's a good. That's good. Yeah. So we so far, I guess should we keep track of this? We've got uh, three three save its and one shave it so far in the uh, history of this of this. I think to get a true true gauge, we do need the multiple angles. The front on yeah. angle is really really difficult. Yeah, I think yeah. all I think three angles: side, top, front, and age. 
and you know, I don't mind like you know relationship status because yeah, any, you're going any bald, extra details. Yeah, and you're married. Like, what are you doing? I've always wondered that about LeBron. Huge reason most of us are subcon or self conscious about. It. It's like, well, I don't even have a real job yet. I don't have a wife, and then you realize none of that shit matters. Like, LeBron, you're married and rich. Like, what? What are you? You're just insecure to be insecure about it. Like, there's your wife loves you. The team, you're, you're great at your job. Like, what are Durant's the same way? They're just they're just truly male insecure about hair, which we all are to our core about it. But as you get older, you're it's more about the other stuff, right? But if yeah. you like, unless your wife like mandates you keep it, which could be the case. All right, something like grab that's, it. That's a good shave it or save it right there. But again, if it's thin, you can't. What do you grab it on yeah. to? Like, and then all of a sudden, know. it's coming you're out. Going, you know, <laughs> you're grabbing batches, yeah. <laughs> so okay. that's a good. Keep keep sending us uh, submissions, and that's uh, we'll I'll try and you know we'll we'll de- this will develop hopefully um, hopefully as it goes. So we gave Tyler a save it. We gave B a save it. We gave Joe the other day a save it. Uh, we gave Ryan a shave it. Yeah. But uh, and update us, Ryan. Let us know what you decide. Yeah, and it's it. show us an updated picture if you do share it. All right, uh, if you happen to be listening to this podcast, you can go watch the video of this whole conversation on YouTube. Yeah, Haver Middle Cop YouTube channel. Go subscribe. Okay, we'll be back uh, live on the channel on Sunday with uh, another podcast, and we'll be back in your podcast feed on Sunday night as usual. Anything else? No, happy, uh, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Have a yeah, good weekend. Thanks, thanks for hanging, y'all. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.